This is Ask an Academic Auntie, our bonus mini episodes of Academic Aunties, where we take your questions and try to impart a little auntie wisdom. Do you have a question? There's lots of ways to get in touch. Send us a voice message at academicaunties.com slash ask. Message us on Twitter at Academic Auntie or use hashtag hashtag ask an academic auntie or you can also send us an email at podcast at, at academicaunties.com. We'd love to hear from you. For today's episode of Ask an Academic Auntie, I am super pumped to have <laughs> Jen Schwinnard, who is a member of my afternoon writing group. Uh, she is a PhD student in public policy at the University of Regina. Hey, Jen. Hello. <laughs> Thank you for agreeing to do this um, as we're wrapping up our writing date. But, uh, you know, we got a question that was super, super interesting. And I was like, who else could answer this but Jen? <laughs> So the question is, um, this comes from an anonymous listener. How do you maintain a sense of peace knowing that the PhD program brings with it a lot of stress? Um, and I think by that, they mean, you know, you it's, it's not only do you have to complete like your comprehensive exams after that, you have to get ABD status by getting your proposal passed after that, after that, after that. So how do you, how do you maintain a sense of peace knowing that there's a lot of things that's coming up? Yeah. And in, in a pandemic, no less. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I try to, I try to, just take everything one day at a time. Some good advice I received early on was that this is best framed as a, as a marathon, not a race. Mm -hmm. And so every day I just do what I can and, you know, know that I'll see results down the line. I try to frame what's coming more so as, as labor later problems, not necessarily right now problems, knowing that I can't take on all of that stress for the day ahead. And I really just feel like I try to really stay grounded in the idea that being able to do this work and participate at this level of education is a privilege um, in many forms. And for me, it's been um, having been sick in previous years, it's a privilege to be able to use my brain in the way that I do every day. And so I try to see that as as the reward and, um, take, um, take peace and satisfaction from that process just each and every day without looking too far ahead. That's so important. And I think, you know, one, one phrase that stood out for me that I will try to remember myself is when you said, uh, there's now problems and later problems. Um, what do you mean by that? Like, how do you kind of separate between the two? <laughs> um, well, you can only get so much done in the day, right? And so um, I know that there's a lot to come and, you know, maybe maybe I'll be, uh, you know, up for the challenge. Maybe I won't. Maybe there'll be a lot of stress at the time, but really I can't, I can't know what that's going to be like until I actually get there. And so all I can really know and experience is what's ahead of me for the day. 
And, you know, when you put all of those days together consecutively, it puts you in a better position when the later problems become now problems and you're well equipped to um, use everything that you built in the days leading up to the next steps and the next stages. So I, I try just to stay very focused on like the immediate task at hand, knowing that if I do a really good job of that, it'll put me in a better position later on. Mm-hmm. So that would mean concretely, okay, let's get coursework done first. Let's get that paper done first. And kind of bracketing, thinking about, say, the job market, for goodness sake, or your proposal, um, and realizing you can't really do much about that now. Is that yeah, kind of it take, yeah, it takes away from, from today, right? And like I try to think of what I'm doing every day as like, practicing my skills and and harnessing my skills and if i'm worrying about other things i'm not really investing in that practice and that skill for me and then i'm you know shorting myself on what i'm supposed to be be learning and doing right now so i try to just be as present and as mindful with that process as i can and um like i had said earlier with listening to some of the research researchers in the area that I'm really interested in. I was listening to the Huberman podcast about the effects of work and reward and dopamine. And what really struck me in his discussion was how the effort has to be the reward. If you're not going to go through these, if you don't want to go through these hills and valleys um, that can sometimes be quite emotional. And for me, that's where I try and frame my work is if I can put in a good effort and feel really good about the work I put in, in a day-to-day fashion, then that to me is where I try and um, get the reward or receive the reward or feel the reward. Um, and those will, those will all lead to, you know, the, um, the next stages naturally. That's awesome. That's really useful information. And I think for PhD students who are listening right now, um, even early career scholars and gosh, even like mid-career scholars, I know that we're, a lot of us are engulfed uh, with competing pressures, right? Like, you know, academia uh, puts in a lot of expectations for us. We've got to publish more. We've got to get more grants. We've got to do this, 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 and this. And sometimes I feel that we just lose sight of the journey that we're speeding through things so quickly that we're not being intentional in what we take on. Right, Jen? It's kind of like, yeah. 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 It comes for me. And I think my experience with with being, you know, chronically ill for a long period of time allowed me to really get into this practice of gratitude, which Mm. I do at the end of a workday. I just am so thankful I can use my brain in the way that I can and that my brain is working in this way. And so knowing what life is like when you can't do this kind of work and where it becomes a struggle and when you're in pain, then this is just, it's, I'm just so grateful for it. And so I, I think even not consciously at the end of every day, I'm just so thankful that, um, you know, the brain's working good, the body's working good. I can sit down and do this. And, you know, I always, being in mental health, I always say, you know, keep, um, make sure your base, your basics are covered. Right. And, um, gratitude is, is a really important part of that. So being grateful that, um, 
we have like, and for me having such a great writing group and being able to engage socially during a pandemic and sit down and still work with people and have access to all of this knowledge. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's been a really great experience. Cause you, like, you never know, like not everybody's guaranteed, you know, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So worrying about, a you know, a postdoc or things like that, like, I don't know where life's going to take me. All I know is really what I'm doing right, right now, you know? I love this. Thank you so much, Jen. I love this process of gratitude. I love this demarcation between now problems and later problems. Um, thank you so much for your honesty. And I truly appreciate this. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Auntie Jen, um, if people want to know more about you and your work, do you have social media that people can follow? Just starting, like just, <laughs> just new um, to Twitter. Uh, and that's Jennifer Schwina. I didn't get my entire name in, so that's where I left it. <laughs> okay, so it's at, can you just spell it? Just so. Yeah, people. at Jennifer, J E N N I F E R C H O U I N A. That's awesome. Thanks again, Jen. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having me.